You're listening to the Talker Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community for some great community questions, and then say goodbye to everybody. So how's it going, Chris? It's been a while since we had a discussional podcast. Seems like it's been forever. Literally a month and 12 days. So we had like a month and a half of news things that I somehow piled in this outline. Yeah, you did. There's a lot of stuff. You got a couple in there. There's a lot. A couple. <laughs> if couple equated to like, I don't know, 50 or so news pieces, then well, sure. Well, a couple is, is an undefined number. No, a couple is two. No, it's not. You're like you're like those people that think few no, is not like few is an A few is an undefined <laughs> number as well. I was taught this when I went to work for um, a telephone company thing. Because they're 100% true, right? No, they told me they're that you, like, have they're like to say, you have to say a few moments of your time. Because if as long as you say a few moments of your time, it is an unspecified amount of time and it is an unspecified amount of time. That won't hold up in court. Just because they said that doesn't mean it suddenly hold up doesn't in court. doesn't matter. As long like as they gonna, agree You held me for too long on the phone. I'm going to sue you. You're like, ma'am, you can't because I said a few. few moments of your time. And the judge is like, you know what? sue me. That's right. The phone company says that a few is undefined. No. So there you go. Look it, look it up on the dictionary.com. Yeah. It says few is an un- undetermined like that. amount of time number. I don't follow your urban dictionaries. I'm sorry. I didn't say urban dictionary. It's always urban dictionary. dictionary. Every time something's weird like that, and I'm like, that ain't true. They're like, sure enough, it is. It's on urban dictionary. So that's I didn't true. say nothing about urban Or it's on, it's on Wikipedia. Urban dictionary is crazy. We're all crazy in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> we have no, we have no, no place to feel comfortable with our knowledge. As long anymore. as we use few moments, everything's going to be messed no, up. It's not. You need it to be black and white. Obviously, Andrew needs everything to be black and white. He needs few to be three, and he needs moments to be minute. I'm I'm an angry person that does not that not like colors. <laughs> I don't want colors anymore. I want black and white. Anyways, yeah, we have tons to go through, so we probably should get started. Unless there's anything happenings that you should be willing to divulge to people or needing to divulge to people. I have no clue. I went I went all the way up to uh, Illinois. That was fun this week. You poor guy. So I was in a hotel room making I, the outline. I know. I, 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 I seen this picture of this really nice view from your... Uh... With that AC unit outside the window? <laughs> It was funny because when I went in there, I was like, "It's at night," and I'm like, "Well, I better close the curtains because I want nobody, you know, looking at me." Yeah, he was. He and was the next morning. Text- it's I open up the blind, the blinds, and literally there's a big, huge AC unit in front of my window. He's all like, excited wow. about his his daggone fifty star hotel that he's getting into. Everything and then else is nice. The next morning, he's next morning, sending pictures of the next morning. 
And the fact that, like usual, the water pressure sucks. <laughs> they always suck. <laughs> That's all hotels. <laughs> but no, I'm sitting there with like on my work laptop with the Wi-Fi connecting to my phone's hotspot. So my phone's sitting there cooking while it's plugged in, and I'm sitting there trying to get the outline made. It was it was pretty awesome. And then I, then I clonked out because I had to. So business trips are fun. But we still have a podcast for you. He's, See, that, that's he's, how determined almost, we are. He's almost a big guy. That's how you determined know. we are. He's he's like super elite and stuff. I wish. <laughs> I wish. But yes, that's that that happened. So yeah, like we, we have all the reviews done for last season. So this last season's over with, and then going forward, we're going to go into the summer season. So look forward to our music podcast episode and our first impressions and anything jumping out at you so far. Out of the shows, I was actually surprised. I when we were watching the the diving boys, I actually found quite a bit of amusement out of that show for some strange wow. reason. I don't know. I I guess the 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 manly jokes was kind of just working for me for some stupid reason. That first episode <laughs> was rough, though. That was I. But that's just me. I'm not. I'm not a party guy. I wasn't I know, a I'm... heavy drinker. So it's like all these jokes about drinking. It's like I just it doesn't follow me. It's just not mine. But that's totally cool for anybody that's into that kind of stuff. They they probably gonna get a kick out of it. But it's like, yeah, that first episode was rough. And but yeah, the second episode they kind of towards I don't know middle half they kind of drifted away from it. So I was like, okay, okay, maybe I can actually enjoy something in this. And every now and then it had like token girl shows up and it's like, okay, it's, she's a cousin though. <laughs> so. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we're going to go the cousin route, I guess, because that's what they're kind of painting it out. Um, just cousins everywhere, just going to make in love with each other. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. No, I think the ones that surprised me was definitely Review, uh, Starlight Review. review the, the, which is like is the that only the show one? that I need to do a uh, high dive on. That kind of sucks. Was that the Utna one? Yeah. It, yeah, it went, one, it went total Utna at the very end that of That one it. kind of was weird. It caught my eye. It was weird and caught my eye. It's just because it was weird. Indifferent, but yeah, Banana Fish, of course, is Banana Fish is blowing it out of the water. That one, that one's destroying. We it. haven't got uh, Attack on Titan yet. That's like I think this weekend or something. It's like a late starter. Um, I'm I'm disappointed in Happy Sugar Life, but I don't know why I was really expecting too much from that. Happy Sugar, and this is that 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 one I, was something I was kind of hoping to wait until uh, the the first impressions. I think that one is going to be a strange. Uh, twist. I was not expecting what we're getting out of it, which is effectively almost a crime. Uh, if, if this this is the way it feels to me, is it's almost a, a um like a, a detective drama, but from the perspective of another bad guy hunting down these bad guys. Which I I, I appreciate everything everything around her and her mental state and all that kind of stuff is great. I just don't like the quote-unquote antagonists that show up every episode. They're, they're always they're very cookie cutter, and they're mm-hmm. so hard to even care about. They're just they're just like, oh, because they're evil, and that that's I think that's the only thing that's really disappointing in that. So, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get more than that later. I just um, I'm I'm probably forgetting something. So, but yeah, that's 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 the one that kind of jumped in my head was Starlight and um, um, Banana Fish. This is the, probably the big the big hitters right now. So we'll we'll see if anything else crops up, and we're trying desperately to get caught up. So that's, we'll, <laughs> we'll get it. Anyways, yeah, like I said, we had tons of news, so let's jump right into it. Again, I'm gonna probably try to go through this quicker than normal, but if anything kind of jumps out, just we'll we'll discuss it. Let's do bit. it. 
First one we have is Netflix confirms that there's going to be a second season for Be the Beginning. So I'm a little excited about that. There was a lot about Be the Beginning that I actually really liked. I was actually surprised by this because um, I got contacted by the folks over at Block Studio again. And they were talking about their next project, which is going to include Kazuto Nakazawa, who is the director and writer for Be the Beginning. So um, I, I got contacted about that. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll talk about that. I really like Be the Beginning. I really wish it was a second season. And I'm like, I look it up. I'm like, oh, it just got announced. So, okay, cool. I don't think it's related to Block Studios. I think it's just separate. So, um, but that's that's really cool that they're that they're going to do something else there. So, like I said, I like the crime aspects of that show and more of the not so much the 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 kid soldier thing, but it was still a cool thing. Um, and it was a really well directed series that I would like to see more of. Plus, plus the character designs were really awesome. So he's got that going for him. Uh, Angel of Angels of Death uh, is coming to the Switch to the West and on June twenty eighth. I think Chris confirmed it. Yes, it is actually out on there. Uh, on my Switch, it's fourteen ninety nine. So I'm pretty sure everybody in North America will probably have it around that realm as far as price. Yeah, I'm, I'm announcing things that are technically like, you know, 20 or so days old. But just bear with us because this is a lot of older stuff. Uh, they're also going to do Disgaea 1, the complete, which is going to come out on the Switch on October 9th. I think they're going to do it on the other consoles, but we're only caring about Can't Switch wait. anymore. Definitely so. want to do that. <laughs> Um, we have two promos for that were streamed for the Opansu series that me and Chris are apparently required to review at some point. So, so des- definitely going to review this. That is the uh, Iya na Kao Sare Nagara Opansu Misete Morai Tai, which I which is the one that's like loosely translated. I want you to. To make a disgusting face while you show me your underwear. So that's I can't wait until they look at me like I'm a disgusting being. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's going to be like one room where it's all first person perspective and you're seeing this stuff happening. So uh, one is uh, just a standard made girl and the other one's like the nun girl. So if you want to check out those PVs, they're out there and they they look very disgusted at you as they lift their skirt up. But they don't show anything in the PV because they're like, you got to watch the show, dude. There you go. Check that out. Uh, I think it was supposed to... This is the one that was supposed to stream at Comic-Cat. Um, so I'm certain that this probably already leaked out somewhere. But we'll have to wait. Or we can get the Blu-ray. Which I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if they subtitle or not. I might yeah, have to you, get the Blu-ray really, because you know you it's really, not going to come over here. Do, do you, you think really anybody need... will release that? I, I don't I don't know. I, I've, I've been surprised before, so... But, I mean, do you really need a subtitling on this? No, it's probably going to be pretty basic stuff. <laughs> that, that basic basic dialogue that we'll probably capture. Um, yeah, that's that's a thing still, and it's it's coming. Next bit. This is kind of out of nowhere. Uh, the Studio Trigger had opened up a Patreon, so that was, that was interesting. I immediately contacted Chris. I'm like, dude... Trigger did it. They finally made a Patreon for their studio. I'm not sure what they're going to do. But then I started looking into it. And of course, it's kind of like this thing where you're supporting Trigger. And at the same time, you'll get access to uh, files and stuff of, of sketches. They're actually going to they, I think they've already done one, maybe more little uh, streaming events where they go live and all their patrons can watch them 
sketch stuff and draw and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. So what kills me is, is as I was digging through this, this page that Andrew sent me, I'm, I see over on the side, it says, Oh, you can get the, the, the vector stuff. I'm like, my jaw just dropped to the ground. I'm like, I would kill for triggers artwork in vector. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you donate $1 per month, um, they will you'll have access to high resolution jpeg files from their live drawing sessions and if you do five dollars per month you'll get access to their uh psds ais adobe illustrator um clip studio files and um layers of untouched from the live drawing so uh they do like to make it a point at the very end of there that they're not promising anything so if you you know, become a patron and, you know, a month later, nothing happens. They don't do a live session. That's what they're kind of warning you about. They're not, they're not guaranteeing they're going to do a certain amount per week. Um, but it is a great way if you want, if you like studio, uh, studio trigger and you really want to support them, why not? Because I mean, we have a Patreon account and I think that they do much more amazing stuff than we do. So, um, if you, if that sounds interesting to you, definitely check it out. I, I, I definitely want to check it out just to, to get access to those files. I wonder if they do backlogging. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. That would be that'd be cool. Yeah, they already did. They already did one one drawing already of of characters from Kill a Kill. It's cool stuff. And maybe some little insights into the, to their to their studio. So check that out if you're a fair studio trigger fan. Uh, following that, we have Valkyria Chronicles Four is going to hit September 25th in North America, Europe, and Australia. Uh, of course, it's going to be releasing on PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Switch. So I am excited about that because, again, I am a huge fan of Valkyria Chronicles, and it's a return to flavor. I am terrified of it, though, because at the same time, I don't know if I have the patience for it anymore. It was a, it was a very meticulous and drawn-out battles that you did on that game. I, don't I, know, I, right? would, I, I can't wait to play it. I really want, can't wait to get, get my hands on the older games. I wonder if they ever said they're going to bring the I first think, one over here as well. I think you I said know that they, they were going to put it on the Switch. They There are um, in Japan, but I'm not sure if it's going to be also over here. That's the question. I we'll can't see. imagine why they would just leave that money on the table. It's Sega. <laughs> they never bought over Valkyria Chronicles 3. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's cool, though. Next bit, uh, Uma Musume, producer, wants to make more of the series. A big shock, right? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, the the fine print there, of course, is that pretty much every producer says this kind of stuff. Whenever they're interviewed about a series, they always want to say, yeah, I would love to make more of it. So um, it's a way to get people excited, get people wanting to buy the series, uh, to support it in order for them to make more. But um, it's still cool to, to hear that said if it gets popular we feel um like we'd want to return for a new series um they want to make a character out of every horse for every year of racing <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know that they had fun with it yeah because i mean like we were talking about when we reviewed it they're literally taking real horses they're personifying them as these characters and they're giving them full uh they were adapting the real races and whatnot so and like i said that that technically is from the game itself so i'm not sure if they're technically just getting the resources that were already in the game, but um, I don't know. I should probably check out the game and see if that's PA Works doing or the original game's doing. But yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I'd like to see more of that. That was a, that was a fun little show. So. Uh, next we have is... Uh, I think I already announced this when we were doing the review, so... Uh, but yeah, Real Girl gets a second season. I think I mentioned that during our podcast review of it. I'm... 
We'll see. We'll see. It had it had some good things in there. Uh, Beatless anime is taking a break until it can return for its final four episodes in September. So if the last, I don't know, month you've been going, where's this show at? It's it's being pushed off. It is joining the ranks of the Wobake Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, type of scenario where it suddenly disappears for a while to get completed. I wonder if it's the same studio that's doing that. Uh, I don't think so. Um, it's a bummer, but uh, there you go. The last episode will hit on June 29th before the Beatless final stage airs into September. Uh, next one we have is ReZero Original Video Anime, or OVA, is slated for a October 6th uh, showing in theaters. So definitely exciting. Not, not so much, that's not exciting because it's not like we're going to fly to Japan just to watch this, but <laughs> hopefully it means we can get it over here quickly. I'm holding hope that um, Crunchyroll is getting some kind of deal with them so that they can bring it over here quickly. Um, otherwise, we'll have to probably wait until they decide to put on Blu-ray. I'm assuming they'll probably get the OVA as well. So We would only get so lucky. I'm just waiting for them to bring out the uh, the REM the REM side story thing. So, yeah. I'll just wait for that one. Uh, AT&T seeks to buy out Otter Media. Again, this is another one that's quite old, so this might actually be updated already. They currently uh, co-own it with Churning Group, um, but Otter Media, of course, is the digital holding group that operates Elation. For those who don't know who Elation is, they are the parent company of Crunchyroll. So um, this is basically is a move to... VRV as well? No, VRV is... Yeah, that's VRV as well, yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's another part of their company. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of one of those things where there's a good chance it probably does not going to affect it at all, but there's also a chance that it could possibly have some kind of effect on Elation, VRV, and Crunchyroll, so just keep that in mind going forward. I could I could see it working out really well for it, for, for us uh, as consumers, but let's just hope the best situation go, happens. Yep, yep. Um, for those that were watching or reading the manga for Surya Children, uh, we really enjoyed the series back when they adapted it. Um, but the manga is going to be ending in three chapters for around a July completion. So probably here within this month, it probably completed. So if you are reading the manga and you're wondering what happened to it, it's probably because it uh, concluded. I think Kadansha has it, so... It's good that it's getting... Oh, it's only getting a digital release over here. That sucks. That is one of those ones where I kind of was looking into possibly picking up um, because that, that series was great. Netflix is going to be globally streaming the uh, Shiki Ori Ori... Shiki Ori Ori seri- or film series. For those who don't remember, that one is the one that uh, Comics Wave, who, of course, did a lot of work with uh, 5 centimeters per second... Uh, they are working with whole liners in order to produce a series of films. So um, I think the titles were Poem of the Seasons Woven Together is the, the subtitle for it. So yeah, on August 4th, they'll be able to watch it globally on Netflix rather than it just kind of appearing on Japan and in Japan and never anywhere else for the foreseeable future. So cool they, stuff. They, they, uh, the trailers look absolutely gorgeous. Just throwing it out there. A lot of stuff that's kind of um, designated in Shanghai, so outside of the norm of for our anime, so that's cool as well. Um, Moro's Mononokian, to give us another series that is getting confirmed for another season, Moro's Mononokian, 
which we enjoyed. That was a great little series, kind of a another yokai type show. Um, that one is getting a second season, so that's great as well. I don't think that they have a release schedule for it. No. Um, excited for that one? Yes, actually. Did you? You can play the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And so I'm a spider. So what is another series that's going to get an adaptation? Apparently they confirmed it at Anime Expo, which unfortunately we were not able to go to. Uh, but we get to enjoy the news that came out of it. Uh, but, but apparently Kodakawa had confirmed it that it, the novel series is getting a TV anime. So that's an interesting one. Well, I mean, after all, I'm a spider. So what of it? The, the novel takes place in a world where a hero and a demon king are locked in a continuous dispute. The grand magic crosses into another world and ends up exploding in a classroom, killing the students inside. The students are then reincarnated into a fantasy world. The protagonist, who has the lowest position in the class, is reincarnated as Monster Spider. Uh, but she accepts this fate and she adapts to her new life and situation quickly. Uh, the story follows the protagonist as she survives in the new world. So is she going to be Moe? A Moe spider? She looks pretty pink. Wow. This could be fun. Definitely, uh, definitely Japan. It's definitely Japan. Uh, this one was kind of out of nowhere, but apparently, uh, the Hollywood adaptation of the Gundam series is being created. Apparently, they had announced it at the Sunrise panel along with Legend, um, or Legendary. So, Legendary and Sunrise will be working together to make a Hollywood adaptation of, or make a Hollywood Gundam film. Not an adaptation. It's not like they're going to make 51 episodes of a live action or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, kind of out of nowhere. What do you think? Are you, are you, are you know, into the I idea think, of Hollywood doing a Gundam? I think I missed that one. I don't think they really have anything but like some weird space view of a rocket or something. There's nothing, nothing really shown. Oh. So what, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you think about? I think they could destroy it. I think <laughs> like a could, good thing I, destroy I, I, or? I think I think they could good good thing destroy it but that that it really will depend on on how much how much deference they give the original source you know if they if they treat it and that's what we've said before as long as they treat it with um with respect and not well this is just a money maker so let's just uh do whatever with it and they, I, I don't, I don't know that they understand fandoms the way that that they should. Well, it's it's another one of one like we've mentioned before about adaptations, where I'm like, if they just just make it serious, just just go with it, make it as American as you can, because it is American company going to be making it. Just make it American, make it about military robots, and just make it very gritty and. You'll probably do something really cool with it, just like we said with uh, um, Edge of Tomorrow. Just like, just make it your own thing, and just don't even worry about trying to make it, you know, campy or don't stick to the old nineteen seventies anime series. Just, just, just make it your own thing, and and I think it'll do a, a decent job of it. I mean, I don't know. This is one of those few anime stories that I'm like, I don't understand how you can screw it up. It literally is very Western in in sense because it is very um, space opera, and I think I think if anybody can pull off a space opera, it's the West who's done like you know Star Trek, Star Wars, and all those other ones. So I don't even know who Legendary is. So I guess that's another issue that I have. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm just a an idiot for not knowing who they are. Oh, I know that symbol. 
I recognize the symbol too. Oh, they did the skyscraper one and that crappy Jurassic Park movie. We're doing good so far. Oh, they didn't Lost in Space. I was actually wanting to watch the new Lost in Space. No, I didn't want to go to Lost in Space. Uh, Obviously you do. Apparently Otherwise you wouldn't have clicked it. I haven't actually watched anything they've done, but I have seen things of them, what they've done. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. That's that's a thing. Uh, let's see here. Next we have is Netflix announced premiere dates for the following titles, which was Kingan Ashura, which will release in 2019, Dragon Pilot, which will release September 21st. Why so long? They must be waiting for that to dub. Um, Cannon Buster, which will be released on March 1st in 2019. That's, that's right around the corner, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and they said the Castlevania will get a second season, which will be in Oct- on October 26th. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's, it sucks about Dragon Pilot. I don't know why we have to wait so long to watch that. Um, here's a fun little article. Apparently, uh, both anime or anime limited and Funimation came out to respond to some criticisms about color banding artifacts in their ReZero release on Blu-ray. This is single-handedly the reason why I have not touched this release as much as I wanted the limited edition, um, mainly because it doesn't look like it's getting a resolve, and I haven't seen anything about it getting resolved. Uh, essentially, for those that don't know what color banding artifacts are, it, it's it's essentially uh, they compress every time a show is compressed or a video is compressed. It tries to find similar colors and it kind of blends them together in order for it to save in size. Um, and apparently, what they're claiming is that this series was sent to them from Japan with this banding in it, and they put what they were given directly onto the Blu-ray. Um, so they are basically giving the blame to Japan. So, there, of course, there's the arguments that people are saying, well, it's to prevent, you know, reverse importing to Japan because it's a cheaper copy over here, whatever. Um, I think Anime Limited said that they are, it is within succept- uh, acceptable format. It's, um, what, what sucks is it's like, it doesn't look like, ev- I mean, within the, the article on Anime News Network, uh, the response that they were getting, it doesn't look like there is a resolve. So that's that's the problem that I'm having. It's like, are they saying this is it? Is it is there going to be a new one that's going to be released that will be fixed? Um, are the ones going forward going to have it fixed, or is this this it? And I'm not going to buy this dang thing. Yeah, I don't see anywhere where anybody's saying there's going to be a resolve for this. So yeah, that's that's unfortunate because that, that was a, that's a series that I was looking forward to having and. To have it that have that kind of a quality issue really sucks. I mean, I watched the or I've looked at the the comparison shots and it's it's ridiculous the the amount of the banning that's actually happening and I don't know that, that just I wanted it really badly and this is kind of a stain on it. I don't know. Maybe maybe wait for like a later release of it. Maybe a little. I doubt they'll fix it. If they if they ever do another release of it, it's going to be the same sources. Dang it. Why screw up these releases? <laughs> just I wanted it so badly. Oh, maybe I'll just have to deal with it. Moving on, because I'm depressed now. Uh, Front Wing is going to fund a Grisaya Phantom Trigger anime. Uh, they had planned on releasing the first two episodes uh, later this year. Uh, they said that this was an investment um, of substantial amounts in order to produce the anime and asked that fans support the show. Uh, basically, for those who don't know, most of these shows are produced or 
put together and funded by committees and their whole point is to do it all the funding themselves that way they can do the adapt adaptation they want i guess uh, that way they don't have to adhere to anybody but also they put all the risk upon themselves um, the sad part about this news, and I don't know if I've missed the announcement of this before, um, but Tinsho will be directing it, and he apparently funded a whole new studio, uh, Bibbury Animation Studio, to produce it as its first work. For those who don't know, I'm not a fan of Tinsho, uh, mainly because I did not feel that Furuka Saya was a good adaptation, and I thought that Rewrite was a terrible, uh, series, so... That's my opinion, though. That's how I felt about those two series. Um, I did kind of think it got better with Furukasaya, but I still don't think it was a a great adaptation of a visual novel, um, especially Rewrite. That one just was visually um, poorly done. So I'm not too I'm not too happy about him taking the the head of it. But maybe that's maybe he has a, a following maybe with there's him, so. somebody that was keep holding him back in the other when he was by himself or when he so was so all the other ones was terrible because and that's the reason why he's making a whole new studio so it, he can do it himself exactly. and do, so it he right. can do it himself there you go. I like that thinking I hey, I always give the benefit of the doubt I like that thinking we'll we'll see if that 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 pans out and then it'll totally make me shut up and I'll never <laughs> like him again cuz I gave him the benefit of the doubt It'll be one of those votes we're watching that we'll, we'll finally watch those first two episodes and he'll look over at me and I'll be already looking at him and I'll be going, yep, <laughs> you were wrong. You don't have to even say anything, Chris. You were wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, wanna, I, want, no, uh, I no, want it to no, succeed. No. I want it to over, succeed. I'll look over at you and you'll go, mm-hmm, and I'll say, mm-hmm, and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to succeed be- just because the you know the character designs are um, Akio whoever and just just fantastic character designs in it so yeah happy news we have Konosuba is getting a film project animated by JC Staff yes that's right JC Staff and not Studio Dean <laughs> interesting choice of a change but um, I think at this point they can't make it look great because then it would not be the same. It's just it's it's his character now. It has to look weird, right? I don't know. You think they'll make like a full on blown, great character designed, no off models series after all these series? Why the heck not? Because it's just a, it's his character now. It's his character. <sighs> I, I'm fine with good looking characters, um, especially some of these characters. They're great characters, so I don't know if that's their key art. Then she's looking pretty oddly shaped here. So maybe they are sticking with this weird design. That is a really weird shaped chest. Yep. I agree with that. There you go. There's your sign right there. There's your sign. It's going to be. It's going to be. They're not going to do nothing to her. They're going to fix her. It's just, it's because it's right there on the edge of the screen. And so it's kind of messed up. And they just, their finger slipped off the side of the the art Mm -hmm. board. I got you. So they're trying to work with it. (laughs) Uh, for those who missed it, uh, Fate Extra Last Encore is now on Netflix in the U.S. I was wondering so, if you were going to bring that up today. Uh, you can finally watch that. It's 10 episodes, so it's it's pretty quick. Um, I'm I'm still debating on when I want to watch it. I, I do want to watch it because it's more Fate stuff and it's got Nero in it. Um, but I am kind of a little bit scared just because I did play a little bit of the PSP game and I was completely confused. And I'm sure from what I'm hearing, the adaptation is even more confusing, so... Yeah, I'm not sure if I want. I'm ready to have a headache right now. So, uh, and also Godzilla Two is on there as well on Netflix, which I've started watching that because 
gigantic Godzillas. Why not? And it's Polygon Pictures, so it's fun. I, I liked. I I kind of liked the first Godzilla movie. It was it was it was all right. It's not like blow you away or anything like that. It was it was fun. Like gigantic Godzilla shooting lasers at people and stuff. It was was it's always fun. I'll trust you. Um, let's see here. Eleven Arts screens Liz and the Blue Bird and Laughing Under the Clouds trilogy. So, uh, the Liz and the Blue Bird, of course, is the Huani movie based off the the two characters in the show that are kind of side characters. So, um, that's cool. That's getting a release over here. And side um, characters from what? Sound funny. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And yeah, and of course, Laughing Under the Clouds is that one about the three brothers that are fighting the curse from their past and like the the point in which the samurais are going away mm-hmm. which i was i was struggling with that I, I still want to go back and finish it i think i got like in the last episode and didn't finish it or something like that or maybe i just came through i don't know i forget what i did with there but i did want to i only it. remember getting through about three episodes so um it had so much potential and i'm like i love it just because it was just you know brothers three brothers just like us kind of thing <laughs> it's just it got kind of cheesy um, let's see here. Speaking of Kiwani, Violet Evergarden is getting a... Oh, I don't know why I'm opening another tab after I open a tab. Uh, Violet Evergarden Film has released a PV uh, for its new, um, new... I don't know if they're calling it a movie. Is it film? Yeah, it's a film project. Uh, they said that it's going to have a worldwide release in January 2020. So, good news is, is that they are announcing right now that... The Violet Evergarden film will be worldwide released on Netflix. So you don't have to worry about the, the weight that we had to have. Or was it... No, it's, it's a theater thing. Is it a theater thing? I don't know. It's releasing worldwide, though. <laughs> How it's going to be released, we don't know. Um, my assumption is it's going to be on Netflix, but um, who knows? So, the, But the bad news is, of course, it's going to be in 2020. So um, literally over a year and a half away. Almost a year and a half away. Uh, that's cool, though. It's... I. Apparently, it's supposed to be a continuation, so maybe we'll finally get the answer to what happened in that last couple of seconds. Uh, let's see here. It's also getting another publishing uh, work as well, so possibly more books. Next we have is the Zoku Monogatari, or what? Zoku Owari Monogatari uh, anime. It has a revealed visual um, and also a n- uh, announcement of a fall theatrical premiere, so... I'm assuming it's that other girl that like got all super emo and apparently she cut her hair or maybe it's another character. I don't know. We'll see. Excited for more for more uh, Wari Monogatari. Which will be, I think it's the third and final story for the Wari Monogatari. I could be wrong. Uh, we were supposed to actually have that as a series, I thought. It was supposed to be a fall series. So it's apparently becoming a, a theatrical series. Maybe they'll release it later as a series. Hopefully. They wanted to get more out there. Maybe they were enjoying the Kizu success with the movies and stuff. Uh, let's see here. We had at the Anime Expo, we had Right Stuff announced some titles. They had uh, announced Galaxy Angel A, Galaxy Angel AA, and Galaxy Angel S. Uh, Gravitation, Please Teacher Blu-ray, t- Please Twin Blu-ray. Uh, let's see here. An Ultra Blu-ray set of ir- the Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Uh, the mobile, mobile Suit Gundam, or Mobile Fighter G Gundam Ultra Edition, that's going to be on Blu-ray this holiday season, and announced that the Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Ultra Edition Blu-ray will be on, in 2019. Speaking of uh, right stuff, they currently have a 
holiday sale going not a holiday sale a uh, celebration sale going on right now for their 31st uh, anniversary for the site so writestuffanimated.com they uh, they're doing daily mega deals so that's really insane they usually have been pretty much limited edition copies so like Funimation limited editions and stuff like that and they're usually like 30 bucks each um, I'm not sure if they'll do like they usually do where like at the end of the sale they'll come back and say here's all the mega deals we've done the entire time and you have another chance at buying them or uh, if it's a one done thing but uh, even still the the weekly sales and whatnot are still great the bundles are still great it's kind of like their usual like Christmas holiday sale but now so if you don't have to wait until the holiday sales to get the really cool insane deals um, a lot of them are kind of comparable to those sales so check that out if you are if you are interested uh, let's see here. Strike Witches Road to Berlin TV anime was announced and revealed for 2020. Uh, this was during a um, event for the 10th anniversary for Strike Witches. So they announced that they're going to be doing a TV series. So yay, more Strike Witches. It's about time. Again, another one that's way off in the future. 2020 just sounds so far away. Right? There's so many of my... Uh, there's like that, the Violet Evergarden, there's Strike Witches, and there's another one I'm going to talk about later that's all 2020s. See, it's the crazy. problem with all these really far-out announcements is that the world can end between now and then. That's the problem. Exactly. That's, that's I could die before then. That's not cool. Uh, it's going to be done by stu- uh, Studio David Production. Did David Production do the odds? They didn't do the odds. I'm not going to die. David, why are you going to just die before that? Witches. I don't know. The I'm world's surpri- going to end. I'm surprised I lasted this long. I'm invincible. I don't know about you. I'm surprised I lasted this long. Gonzo did the an OVA. Let's see here. The anime series was done by Gonzo. What sucks is that um, my teacher said me or the person next to me is going to die by the time I'm my age. So that means that the person next to me and class was in it didn't make it <laughs> it's got really depressing <laughs> uh strike witches 2 was done by aic spirits and the i guess the other one which was the brave witches or whatever brave witch was done by Silverlink. so yeah it's just different studios every time <laughs> that's cool though uh david production does some good stuff so hopefully they'll pull that one off as well because Brave Witches, I don't know that I want to have another one done by Silverlink because they didn't do very good with Brave Witch CGI. Even though I like Silverlink in some regards. Uh, Kazuhiro Takamura will be returning to direct it, though. So, cool stuff. Sweetness and Lightning manga is going to be ending uh, with its August 7th issue of Kodansha's Good Afternoon magazine. There's just weird magazine names. Why have they got to end My Sweetness and Lightning? Because the story's done, or they said we're not getting enough readers. I don't know. One of the two of those ones. Hopefully, it's because the story's done. I'm going to go with that. She grew up, and uh, they pulled a bunny drop. she didn't grow up. She's forever a lolly. (laughs) Hopefully, they don't pull a bunny drop. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, They would never do that. Don't pull a bunny drop. Artist Fook has teased a project with good smell uh, during a good smell company X or cross hook fook panel at anime expo uh, claiming that quote unquote black work is returning so uh, for those who don't know of course he did the uh, concept and design for black rock shooter 
and that could probably be the only thing that he's possibly talking about, <laughs> unless he's just talking about his artwork for, I don't know, uh, Saber Altar or something like that. I doubt it. So, um, yeah, look forward to possibly more Black Rock Shooter coming. I'm not sure if it means an anime. It doesn't, he doesn't really say exactly what it was for. He just said that it's returning. So he could just be doing more artwork. He can do an anime. He could do a game. We don't know. But uh, that's, that's a cool thing. Uh, eventually, I'll go back and check out the other Black Rock. He's trying to build hype. I'll, 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 I'll get, let he's you gauging, know the secret. He's gauging interest. Yeah. This one was interesting. Um, Pony Can apparently is still doing stuff <laughs> in America. Pony, Can, or Pony Canyon USA... Uh, for those who don't know, did releases for like um, uh, Bravest Six Flowers, um, the Sanophonium Season One, Yuki Yuna's a Hero. They did the these gigantic box sets for them, which were really, 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 really expensive, but kind of like in the same flavor as Aniplex USA. They are a branch of a Japanese company, so they're basically just kind of carrying over the cost that they're used to uh, in order to prevent, you know, back importing. So uh, they are still doing stuff. Uh, they came. They went to Anime Expo. I seen a couple of shots of them announcing uh, the release of Soundophonium Season Two, and I think there's another series. What was it called? Anyways, um, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be releasing it, and I think they released some of them at the expo. But they said that they're gonna have something later this month, um, regards to how they're gonna release it. Of course, it will be. I think they've already announced that it's gonna be a. Uh, exclusive to right stuff which they did it the other ones exclusive to right stuff as well i think from what somebody said what they seen at the anime expo um i think it was one of the guys from um anime arcade said that they are not doing the dark gigantic cases again so <laughs> i'm struggling here <laughs> i have one side of me that says i don't want gigantic size boxes anymore i can't fit them anywhere and the other side of me, and they're extremely expensive, but I think it's going to be expensive no matter what. Um, and the other side of me goes, but that's going to save so much space not to have a gigantic box. And But I, I kind of want them to look the same as all the other ones. I have, or Chris bought the first season, and so you're going to have like a regular Blu-ray case next to those? Yeah, that does really kind of bother me. Just <laughs> Doesn't it? Just saying. But at the same time, they're kind of stupid huge, and they costed what? 80 bucks each? All I know is that it's never gonna, I'm never gonna pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, should I say that Chris is technically on loan? So I'm like the loan shark guy, which can go, hmm, technically it's mine. Um, but yeah, I, it's the same with Yuki Yuna. It's like, I know they're gonna eventually probably release the Yuki Yuna series, but it's like, do I. Oh, so you're gonna have to deal with those? the same problem when. But yeah, when we're both. You, it's up there on the same your washio, shelf. Your washio uh, sumi is going to be all messed up. Oh my gosh. But it, now they I don't both, feel no, as no. bad. They both hurt me because the only reason I didn't buy Soundophonium was because... And here, this was sucks because this, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier with uh, ReZero. If it's true that they purposely made those bad quality transfers because they didn't want back uh, uh, importing, it's one of the reasons why I like these really expensive releases because they don't have any worry whatsoever for them being back imported because they're expensive. But no, they, they both, they, they struggle for me, both struggle for me because the first season I didn't buy it because I wasn't a fan of the first season. I thought it looked beautiful. I love the characters. I just didn't really like the story. Second season I loved. So I'm like right on board with both of those. I'm going to struggle with, with the, both those releases and I kind of want them to all look the same. 
Oh, it sucks. It really does suck. But uh, what can you do? So, yeah. I think they're also probably going to eventually do the Liz and the Bluebird release as well. I don't see why they wouldn't. But like I said, there was another series. I hate that I can't think of what it's called. I can probably just look up Pony Can USA. They have Cutie Honey all over their site, so they'll probably do a release of that. Welcome to the ballroom. Oh, well, gosh. See, that, that's the thing. Is like I don't know. The last one they released was technically Kuromokuro, I believe. And they haven't really been doing any of the other ones that have been released since then. Because they did a release on Denki Guy. They did Yuki as a Hero. I think they did Cute High Heart Defense Club Love. Maybe my, that might have been released by... I don't know. Um, Sandophonium, Etotama, Roka, Brave of Six Flowers, um, Garokawa. So maybe it was Garokawa and then Kuromokuro. I think those were all the releases that they did. I don't remember them doing Lance and Musque's, uh, Lost Village, Magical Kyun Kyun, uh, Clean Freak, Welcome to the Ballroom, Sunrio Boys. I don't think they did any of those releases. So I don't know if they're just holding on to them. Maybe they'll just kind of dish them out to somebody to release them for them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I still don't see the show that I, that they were showing. I, I, maybe I'm just looking at it wrong as a movie series that everybody's like freaking out about. And I hate that. I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> um, no, there it is. Cute height. There's the fence club love. They did a large size case release of it. Wow. So that was the only one that I missed. So, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Just do it again, but just don't do it as expensive, and you'll be a little more successful, I guess. I don't know. But the other cool thing was that they followed us on Twitter, so I'm like, maybe they're looking to reach out to people that uh, can do reviews of them. Maybe we'll get a review copy. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe they just want to follow people. <laughs> I'm looking way too into it. Uh, let's see here. Mob maybe Psycho they actually 100. like us. It was one of those things where, like, I got followed on nowhere. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, like, I looked at their little thing where it shows that they're following people and they're following, like, a bunch of new sites. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe we're included. I don't know. We'll see. They just like our podcast. Thanks for listening, I guess. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 website revealed that they are returning. Their return. They revealed their returning staff and a January 2019 premiere. So um, I thought this was supposed to be, like, fall of this year so apparently it's gonna be next year so there you go more my mob psycho 100 i thought i was picking up towards the end of there so i'll definitely check it out uh let's see here pa works uh, we have PA, pa works has announced new titles under its ebook label for those who don't know i think we mentioned before that they create a ebook title because pretty much most everything that pa works does is usually originals and so they usually release on the side a uh, novel series about that particular series as they're as they're writing the story for the anime. They're releasing light novels and mangas and whatever. Uh, so they decided to make their own publishing company, and their latest title is going to be Tari Tari uh, Mebai Tari uh, Tera Shitari Yappari Toki Doki Uta Tari. So that's a mouthful. It's Tari Tari, budding, shining, and sometimes singing. It's going to be set 10 years after the events of the anime series with Wakana, Konatsu, Sana, and other former members of the Shirahamazaka 
high school choir getting together again to make their own song. New to the story is high school student Yukane, whose story unfolds during summer in Inoshima. So, really cool. If you like the Tade Tade series from PA Works, there's going to be a novel coming out eventually that will have more. So, cool stuff. Another book that I have no time to read. <laughs> You you've moved my you've moved my new no game no life books. I I got too many of the the Grimdars <laughs> and the Rezeros and I started running out of space up there, so they're kind of slowly getting pushed over there. Even the the Tenchi's being shoved over there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm running out of space. Need to build more shelves. Uh, Studio we can Chizu make some shelves in my room. Yeah, you can put some some no game no life in there. Uh, let's see here. Studio 4 Degrees Celsius announced they were producing an anime film adaptation of Children of the Sea manga. So that's uh, another kind of interesting um, new title that I've never heard of before. <laughs> it says, when Ruka was younger, uh, she saw a ghost in the water at the aquarium where she, her dad works. Now she feels drawn towards the aquarium and the two mysterious boys she meets there, Umi and Sora. Uh, they were raised by... Uh, dugongs and hear the same strange calls from the sea that she does. Ruka's dad and the other adults who work at the aquarium are uh, only distantly aware that the what the children are experiencing as they get caught up in the mysterious uh, mystery of the worldwide disappearance of the ocean's fish. A lot of series following water these days. I don't know. It's a new fad. <laughs> uh, Spice and Wolf gets a VR anime in early 2019 by developer Project Lux. It's about uh, time. The course Didn't is the... they already announced this like a long time ago? No. Uh-huh. Spicy Tales. It's right there. Spicy Tales is a different product. Um, but it is from the um, independent developing circle Spicy Tales, of course, did a couple of... Um, or was working on a VR project for some kind of detective thing. Um, I th- I'm assuming they released that already. The only thing that kind of I wonder about this is, will this be stuff that's way later in it? Or if it's going to be an original story? Because I don't know if I'd want to dive into this if it's going to be something for, like, literally the ending or something. I don't know. I, I hope that somebody would probably look into it and let us know uh, what at what point it kind of falls within the storyline. Because <laughs> I don't want spoilers. Uh, but that's, that's cool. It's going to have English subtitles, so... Somebody can definitely jump in there and check it out. Uh, Attack on Titan is going to be releasing or airing on Toonami on August 18th. So um, that's cool. Always good to have more eyes hitting it. I know there's a huge fandom that watches the Toonami block for anime. And so they can get some Attack on Titan action without having to uh, watch it on Crunchyroll. So there you go. Granby Fantasy. This is so weird. <laughs> This kind of makes me want to play Grand Blue Fantasy. <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy is doing a Love Life Sunshine crossover collaboration. Um, I've already seen a art uh, art piece of Chica, as she's wearing the an, a sword and shield. So um, it's just a bunch of win. That's just uh, really cool. Um, I would never have thought of that. I at some point I seen this pop up on Twitter or something like that. Somebody was saying um, amazing new uh, collaboration. I'm like. That doesn't seem right. But then later on, I've seen the, the article for it. I'm like, this is a thing. They're actually making this a thing. So, um, yeah. I have you... too many mobile games. No more. No yeah, more. that's that's the no. only thing that's kind of buys that. Uh, yeah. 
I've already I've already cut a bunch away. So I'm just down to Fate Go and and Alchemist Code. That's all I can do. Oh, At least so Alchemist you're Code is impossible. So you're missing out on the swimsuit ed- edition for the Don Machi girls. Oh, uh-huh. I still I still log in that one daily, and I went ahead and rolled for um, what's her face. So. I, it's I driving care. me crazy. I've already rolled twice, and I haven't gotten her either time. I've already wasted all my cores and got her, so I'm happy. Now I'll never. I'll, I don't. Know, I won't even do anything with her. So you got temptation. Yeah. <sighs> you. I hate you. I got all of them. You always I, I was, get what I want. I was trying. I, I used all my all my gems. So what can I what can expect? Always get what I want. But yeah, thankfully with. Alchemist Code and Fate Go. I haven't really spent any money on either one of them, so that's going to change because next week is the s- summer event for Fate Go, and that's probably going to break me. I don't. I don't. I'm afraid of what that's going to happen. If I don't get Squirtoria, it's, it's going to be the end of me. I probably won't even play that game no more. I'll be so angry. <laughs> um, yeah, mobile games. Don't know why you even bother. Let's see here. Citrus manga is going to be ending October. Um, with its issue of Comic Yuri Hime magazine. So if you're a fan of the citric, citric, citrus manga, it's going to come to a conclusion. Um, I would be interested to see how that one concludes. And, um, like I said, I really, really like the manga's artwork. And I, I almost want to pick it up. It's just one of those ones where it's like takes a lot of space. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Netflix streams dub version of Mary and the Witch's Flower. So that's that's another cool release on Netflix you can check out now. Um, that's that one that was done by the guy from Studio Ghibli, um, which looks strangely familiar to Kiki's Delivery Service, which is, I don't think, um, not on purpose. So uh, it is Hiro Masa Yonebayashi, who directed uh, Studio Ghibli's Arietta and When Marnie Was There. So... There you go. More more Ghibli-esque stuff while Ghibli is not there. That's always a cool thing. Uh see here. Another news from that's a lot of Netflix news. <laughs> Netflix grabs the streaming rights for the South Korean live action adaptation of the Genro film. So um, it opened in Korea and Japan on July 25th, but we'll be doing outside and worldwide later on Netflix, but they have not released a date for it. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. I, I really like the I really like the animated series or animated animated movie. So it's really brutal. It's really brutal. My Hero Academia Two Heroes film is going to premiere in the U.S. Canada on September 25th and uh, later dates as well. And if you want the dub. You will have to wait until the following day, which is the 26th, which they will start doing the English dub Who's as well. Who's the two heroes? I don't know. It's just a, it's that one side story movie thingy-majiggy. Uh, this one's a <laughs> the thing no, nobody ever thought would happen. It's Might and, 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 and Endeavor. Two heroes. I gotcha. Okay. Works for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the screenings for the Momo Hasada's film, Mirai film, uh, Mirai no Mirai, they had a teaser pop up for <laughs> Shin Evangelion, the final 3.0 plus th- uh, 1.0 uh, film, the last one of the uh, remake Evangelion films. They announced that it's going to be in theaters in 2020. So there's the other 2020 date. There you go. So what? Eight years after? Eight years after the release of of 3.0. <laughs> We finally get the final 
theatrical release of the Evangelion rebuilds. Uh, yeah, that's um, it's exciting. Finally, finally get a conclusion to uh, a, a, a second conclusion to a series that we enjoyed. So. Everybody, everybody got got on their knees and said, "Please, please, just finish, it. finish the, the show, just, so that people will leave us alone." Just end it. Just end it. And he's like, ah, "I guess I can." You know what the sad thing about this all is? This just reminds me that we have yet to ever get a Blu-ray release of Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's over there. It's in Japan. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it over here yet? I I just want I just want either all these companies come out and say, "Look, we tried and they won't give it to us," or one of them to come out and say, "This is why here's how many zeros they wanted." <laughs> I want one of those two answers and I'll be happy, but I hate that this is reminding me that we've still yet to get that. Um, Studio Kyra apparently re- later released a uh, concept art of Unit 8, which is looking pretty makeshift looking. <laughs> but that's happens with a lot of their later stories, too. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a thing that's happening, and hopefully, hopefully that'll come here soon. He's feeling a little crazy, so we're we're good. We're we're good. You ticked everybody off with with the three so why not tick people off more? That's always good. I guess it's okay that we had he that. He uses huge... your. You do realize he uses your anger to channel into his his future stories. Isn't so is the it... more he makes you mad, the more he channels that into his next story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great though that we had such a huge delay for three that it's not as bad for us as it is for Japan. <laughs> Because we technically got the third one, what, 2015 or something like that? I guess. So we only had like a five-year wait. <laughs> we just had a three-year wait for the, the third movie, so. More Dark Magical Girls are coming. Uh, Magical Girl Special Ops uh, Asuka manga is getting an anime adaptation in 2019. So um, it's going to be done by Leiden Films and directed by Hideo Yamamoto. So more crazy... Uh, All I know girls. is this is very, very intriguing. It is by what stand? Why? By why? Um, special ops plus magical girl equals why? So let's do it. Magical transformation and dicing up some dude in a black suit. Because, because why not? Do you think we're gonna eventually get a dark magical girl fatigue? I actually, when it's I like first, when I first mo- seen the 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 concept art, I I I kind of that kind of that glimmer started to appear but it was quickly stamped down by the idea of it being a kind of a special ops type thing it was like i yes it's there i and i'm and i'm i'm concerned that it's going to be coming very soon but it the this one is intriguing yeah like raising project and magical sites i mean it's, it seems like literally every season now we're getting a, a dark magical girl so i just hope they don't push it too much um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. The synopsis is when the Earth is threatened by the sudden appearance of undead creatures, a group of young women blessed with the power of a mysterious force, a source, rose to defeat them. Now, after three years of apparent peace, the same malevolent creatures have resurfaced. Five magical girls are once again cons- uh, conscripted to war as the magical girl special ops force to defend mankind from an unholy nemesis. Apparently, the scriptwriter for Psychopaths is doing the writing for it. Yeah, it, 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 this one will really depend on how they they juggle in the 
um, how much of it is is controlled by the government versus how much of it is actually just some magical group, girl group that calls themselves special force. I mean, that that'll ruin it real quickly. For those have purchased the discotheque release of Sister Princess, um, do know that they have acknowledged that there is a subtitle issue in episode three. Um, but thankfully, they are working on ish- a resolve for it. And if you bought it from Right Stuff, they will send you a replacement automatically. If you didn't, you have to contact discotechmedia at gmail.com. So do that if you've purchased that. Kaiju Girls! We like our Kaiju Girls. They're fun. Gao Gao. Well, what about having a series that they're not chibis? They're actual, the full Kaiju Girls. Wow. An entire film of their fun antics. I could do that. We're doing that. We have Kaiju Girls Black. Anime promo has been released already, revealing a staff and everything. Um, it's getting a theatrical screening in Japan starting on November 23rd. And, uh, yeah, for those who know, of course, kaijus are, like, the the big, huge beast monsters, like, you know, Godzilla and whatnot. And they're all personified as Moe girls. And they did a short series that we've reviewed quite a bit of them, which are just fun antics of these little monster girls doing different things. Well, um, they're actually originally from the artwork of those characters. And they did a lot of figure releases of them as well that I was really tempted to picking up. Um, but they are going to be doing a theatrical run of this anime project so really cool I'll, I'll, i i that's one of the kind of the only pull aways that i had from the regular kaiju girls was that it was like the chibi versions of them and i really but i really like the artwork of the original size of them you'd only see it whenever they transformed yeah so i've always wanted a i always want a full series of it or a full full size versions of them just having fun so anyways uh bungo stray dogs has announced a third season on twitter so that's cool as well. So fans of the Bungo Stray Dogs um, know that there's more coming. Uh, this was announced during the screens of the Bungo Stray Dogs Dead Apple film. So really cool to get more of that. And um, Andrew found his happy show for the fall season already. I've seen that. Are it, you, are you like ready? I'm way excited about this. <laughs> Chris, you're not supposed to cheat and look at this stuff beforehand. Uh, this one is a cheerleading anime. It's called Anima, Anima Yell, and is being done by Dogokobo. So uh, Dogokobo has been doing some fantastic shows, Moe-type shows, quote-unquote. So keep that in mind for you Moe hiders. Uh, but they are going to be doing a Moe show in the fall, which is going to be uh, Anima Yell, which is a girl that joins cheerleading. And it looks really cute in Moe. And I'm sure it'll end up being my fall happy sugar show of the season. I look forward to it. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of hope that they take the the cheerleading squad thing kind of serious because if you know anybody who's in into cheerleading, they actually take themselves very serious. And cheer I, boys took themselves very seriously, Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be just like cheer boys, where it's going to be more about the characters. But yeah, I'm super excited about this. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, looks like a lot of fun. Looks very well done so far based off the PV. And like I said, Doug Okobo has been doing some really cool stuff. So I don't doubt they will pull this off. So cool stuff. Uh, let's see here. That's that's it for regular news. I have licenses. Uh, so I'm going to run through these really quickly. Licenses. So you guys, you guys know if there's some titles that you're familiar with, you know, that they're being picked up. And if any pop out there, Chris can always interrupt me at any time. Uh, made in Japan announced they got Monochrome Factor, Basquatch, Hataraki Man, 
uh, armored trooper Vatoms, human crossing blue gate Z- Zabungul, uh, space runaway Idion, uh, Yomi Ero Petisri, uh, Mary Maria watches over us. Asian Crest announced they'd be streaming the 12 Kingdoms, all 45 episodes, in Jap- Japanese and English um, subtitles. Or I don't know if they have the dub or not. Um, but uh, I don't think they even did dub. They might not, might not have done a dub. Might not have done a dub dub dub. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. I actually really want to watch this series, so this is actually a one that's kind of jumped out to me. Amazon has a second season, but they don't have the first season. That doesn't make no sense, but um, it's cool that somebody... Where is anime? Asian Crush. I've never heard of this place. I've never heard of it either, so it's you and me both. Let's see. That here. means I guess we're probably going to have to get ourselves in. Oh, account. is this the one that had all the dramas on it? Isn't this one that you showed me a long time ago? Mm, when we were doing this, the, the, the legal viewing podcast that we did? I don't think so, but it's po- I, I don't remember. It's been a long we time. We have Music Girls on here, too. I thought it was called Anime Drama or something like that. They might have, they might have re-enabled themselves. Digital Media Rights is the company, I guess. So it looks like we're going to have to set up an account there. Yeah, English subtitles. So Japanese with singles subtitles and English dub. So there you go. It's going to be starting on June 29th. So it's already, they're already posting them. So that's cool. Like I said, that is one that I've been really wanting to watch for a long time. Um, They had released it. Media Blaster released this series on Blu-ray in 2011. Did I just miss that release? I'll, I'll I'd look that up. Rather do it on Blu-ray. Yep. If we can snack so, that, snag that up, snack that up, snack that up, snack it up, snack it up, <laughs> snack it it's up. Probably it's probably sold out by now. Part two is available. <laughs> no part one. Oh, that's a bummer. I probably found that at some point. That's why why I never bought it. Uh, so your J-Novel J has announced they have light novels, Lazy Dungeon Master, and Arc Demon's Dilemma, How to Love Your Slave Elf Bride. Right on. Wow. Japan and your light novel names will never fail to amaze me. The synopsis for that one is, Zagan is feared by masses as an evil sorcerer, both socially awkward and foul-mouthed. He spends his days studying sorcery while beating down any trespassers within his domain. One day, he is invited to a dark auction, and what he finds there is an elven slave girl of peerless beauty, Nephi. Having fallen in love with first sight, uh, Zegan uses up his entire fortune to purchase her, but being a poor conservationist, uh, he has no idea how to properly interact with her. Thus, the awkward cohabitation of a sorcerer who has no idea how to convey his love and his slave who yearns for her master but has no idea how to appeal to him begins. That one sounds pretty fetishy. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Uh, J-Novel also got Amagi Brilliant Park-like novel, Kokoro Connect, Sorcerer Stabber Orphan. Uh, J.K. Haru is a sex worker in another world. (laughs) Ah... And another world with my JK uniform. I gotta read this one. Let's see here. This is so bad. Record scratch. Freeze frame on Haru Koyama getting choked up. <laughs> yep, that's me. You probably went there during this whole joke, aren't they? Um, not by choice. Uh, I tell you, I can tell you that it started when my weirdo classmate Chiba started to save me from a runaway truck and got us both killed instead. Idiot. Then we got transported to another world 
which I guess is like an otaku's dream come true or something, Chiba ends up with cheat, uh, cheat abilities, and what do I get? Nothing. Lucky me, I get to be a sex worker instead. Gotta earn money somehow, but since I have to do it, I'm gonna kick at it. Uh, the world threatens women even worse than the one we came from, so thing is rough, or things get rough. Still, I've gotta, I've made friends with some of the girls, and if I juggle Chiba's idiocy and sumo the virgin's emotions on top of all the various kinks my customers throw at me, things will be all right, won't they? That sounds horrible. <laughs> what the hell? I thought it would be funny. <laughs> okay, we're there. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah. So, uh, gear dive or gear so, drive. So effectively, this is about a person who got kind of y- yanked through somebody else's. Uh, uh, yeah, and they got dream. the abilities. Uh, and they, they, they got the they got the uh, otaku dream, and this other person just kind of got yanked along and got the crap into the deal, or what? Literally, yeah. <laughs> Uh, gear drive, uh, Marchen der Werwolf, the Annals of Vate. Um, wow. Um, Sirie Gonsoki Spirit Chronicles is all J novels. Well, uh, Yen Press announced Yume de Mita manga, uh, Ruzuru Akashiba, Dive, Monster Wrestling, Penguin Highway, uh, The Night is Young Walk on Girl novel. Momoro Hosoda's Mirai novel, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees manga, <laughs> Plunderer manga, uh, Kake Gururi Twins manga, Happy Sugar Life manga, Bungo Stray Dogs novel, and Woof Woof Story novels. Seven Seas got Transparent Light Blue manga, A Certain mi- re- Scientific Railgun Astral Body, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Elma's Office Lady Diary, Sorcerer Stabber Orphan Heed My Call Beast Manga Classmates Manga Dragon Quest Monsters Plus Divisions Maneuver Light Novel Classroom of the Elite Light Novel Mushoku Tensai Light Novels and Shima Nami Tasogare Kodansha USA got The Seven Deadly Sins Days Seven, Seven Deadly Sins Seven Days <laughs> Love is Focus and Witch Hat Atelier. Funimation announced uh, acquisition of Zillion Anime, the 31-episode series from 1987. Also finally taking pre-orders for the DVD release of Witch Hunter Robin. Why DVD? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be... I don't want to be, uh, like, uh, what, what's, what's the term? Um, ungrateful, because we're finally getting it. But Blu-ray. Supposedly getting it. On October 23rd. Supposedly getting it. <sighs> yeah, that seems like a very long wait just for a DVD. But, yeah. At least we're getting it. Uh, they're bundling all the No, four... you know what they're going to do. We're going to buy the stupid DVD, and then they're going to say, Oh, hey, this by the happen. way, we got a Blu-ray. <laughs> well, yeah, this one's going to happen. Uh, I can totally see that. Or we'll get it, and it's going to have, like, artifact halos and stuff. Color halos. Bund- they're going to be bundling all four of the free films in October, so that's cool. Um, and if we didn't those. get it, if we didn't get it, and we wait for the the Blu-ray to randomly appear, it will we'll end up missing out on it, and then it'll sell out. Exactly, and then lose the license. 
they're going to have the four episodes of the Real Life Final Arc releasing as well. So that, that's going to come out. So don't fear there if you have the Real Life series. Uh, they're going to do a box set release of The Girl Who Let Through Time, Summer Wars, Wolf Children, and The Boy Who Boy and the Beast. And they're also re- they're going to be releasing Concrete Revolutio on home video on with a dub on October 23rd. So that kind of got lost somewhere in there. Concrete Revolutio did. Hey, here, let me let me make a special special plea to Funimation. Funimation, we love you. We support you with everything that we have. Can you please please announce a Blu-ray for us? You don't have to. Evangelion. A, a little. I Blu-ray? mean. No, I don't. No, I don't want no, them no. to have. I don't want them to have that. I want Sentai to do it. Maybe. Can you stop interrupting my my plea to Funimation? No, Aniplex. That way we can get you know not bad quality. I'm just saying, if you're if you're talking to them, I just throw my stuff in there. <laughs> I haven't asked for anything. You have. You did ask. You asked for Witch Hunter Robin, and there it is. Right. But I I I, I didn't get to finish my sentence. You can continue. Do you want to finish? I'm done. Okay. You got really upset there, and now you don't want to finish. It doesn't make any sense. I don't even think that uh, Japan even got a Blu-ray release. That's probably why. So, yeah, they don't even have assets for it. Shout Factor announced that they're going to be releasing Digimon Adventure Try in a complete collection. I think they've already released the other ones, and they're just going to do a full complete. I don't know. High Dive announced they're going to be streaming Armored Trooper Votums July 28th. So that goes alongside the release that it's getting. Um, or was that a manga that I was reading up there? It's probably the manga. Yeah, made in Japan. Yeah. There, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Manga Do International said they have the digital rights to Baki manga, and they're going to possibly do a print later if it's popular enough. Viz Media says they have Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Battle Frontier, Castlevania, the animation from Netflix, and uh, plan on doing a reprint of Banana Fish manga, so that's cool. Or they're going to replenish stocks that are out, or something like that. Uh, Udon Entertainment announced that they have Fully Kuli Ar- Archives art book and Mega Man X ma- uh, Mega Mission manga. Discotech Media announced they have Reborn, Tetsu Jin 28, Stel- Stelvia, Monkey Magic, Beast Fighter, The Apocalypse, and Internal- Eternal Alice. And finally, Tokyo Pop announced they have Yuri Kuma Arashi manga, and they're planning on releasing the first volume in January the 22nd. And that's it. That's that's all that's being released. That that's every bit of it. Uh, let's see here. Just want to do our usual update for people on what's going on with the streaming situation right now. This is namely North America, so I'm sorry for anybody outside of North America. I don't really have the stats on where this stuff is at for you guys. Um, I apologize, but I dive. If you're looking for titles that are not on Crunchyroll, this is this is basically assuming that it's not on Crunchyroll. This is where to find it because everything usually goes to Crunchyroll, and there's a sprinkle of stuff elsewhere. Uh, if it's not on Crunchyroll, it is on High Dive, which is Revu Starlight, The Thousand Musketeers, and Hundred Sleeping Princess, and The Kingdom of Dreams. Amazon got Banana Fish, uh, Grand Blue Dreaming, Happy Sugar Life, Drop Kick on My Devil, and uh, Seven Senses of the Reunion. And Netflix picked up uh, Sirius the Jaeger, which sucks because that's that PA work style that I really want to watch. These are ones that are unknown, but I'm assuming they're probably Netflix or some of them at least. Um, I'm still looking for Backstreet Girls, uh, Sana Harasau High School or High Score Girl, and Agu Tensai Ningyo. So if you guys have seen any one of those four somewhere, let me know. Not not illegal sites. I'm talking about from legitimate sites. 
Um, and also to update people on streaming, uh, for those that are fans of dubs, Funimation has announced these titles as being part of their dubs right now, which is Attack on Titan Season 3, Island, Angels of Death, Harukana Receive, Chio School Road, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, The Master of Ragnarok and Bluster of Einhard, uh, Overlord 3, um, Free Dive to the Future, Lord Vermilion. Uh, and they're going to, of course, continue My Hero Academia, One Piece, Black Clover, Steins Gate Zero, uh, Kakurio, Bed and Breakfast for Spirits. And they also announced they're going to be dubbing and releasing Disarray and Magical Girl Raising Project. So, cool stuff. Cool. Happy. About time. That's the other one that I was kind of enjoying so far, but for probably semi-perverted reasons. <laughs> That's how to not to summon a demon lord. That's been pretty fun. And Overlord 3 has been, of course, a lot of fun. So that's all of the news. Every bit of it. It's all done. We're completed. Now let's jump into some community questions to wrap things up because we want to get to some questions. Uh, again, you can go to takuspare.com. You can go to the top there on that forum link, sign up, talk to some great people, and then leave us a question in the anime question thread or anime cast question thread. Um, or you can just tweet us on Twitter, and all of the links are on talkspirit.com on the right side. Uh, plenty of ways to contact us to give us questions. Like Fragoff, who said, following up on my romance question and gathering everyone's opinions, uh, could we say that Tsukiga Kide is the most complete and near-perfect romance out there? Uh, what would a what would an, an adult romance have to do to reach the levels this level of completion? That's that's a lot of praise right there, Chris. What do you think? I don't know. I I only know of a few that have actually gotten to that level, in my opinion. But they're they're more teen romance. They're not necessarily adult romance. So I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm. I will say this: if, if if I look at "As the Moon So Beautiful" as a love story. I think it is probably one of the most complete that I've seen in anime because I people already know that I have I critique romance shows a lot just because either they don't have a completion to them mainly because they're adapted from something and never completed or it just it it leaves too much hanging and I like a completion to my stories and so I don't really I, I critique them a lot and I think for me technically Sukigakide is a more of a just a cute love story, um, a coming-of-age story. I don't really so much see it as a romance because I didn't really feel it was romantic because they're discovering what love is. They weren't really romantic, and they weren't romancing each other. Um, but strictly on a case of a love story, I did I did find it uh, complete more than many stories. And so for that reason, yeah, a lot... I don't. It's hard to find any that really come close to it. I can't really say adult-related because... There's not really many romance stories that are adult, and if they are adult, they're usually mixing in comedy with it as well, like Servant X Service, um, Love is Hard, Fun Otaku, or Wataku. That one was... I love the kind of quirks and romance that they had sprinkled throughout that comedy. But yeah, that's not really... It's hard yeah, to really point out any romance adult stories. It's not really a popular one out there. Yeah, most of the ones that even even the ones that I I would uh, point to, they're all they all get stuck in their will they won't they stuff and or top bottom stuff. So it's it's never never something where they actually have have a follow through. 
I mean, unless you want me to say um, uh, my love story, which that one has its own issues. It's not necessarily I I adore it. I think it's a perfect show. But as far as a romance or a love story, it's not really all that there. I, I don't think I can think of a single like adult anime romance story. I mean, they just they're always they're not pure romances. They're always kind of like there is some romance in a story. Like, I mean, just throwing out there, even the East technically had some romance in there, but it wasn't the focus of the entire story. Well, uh, like Golden Wolf Time. Children had some romance in there, but it was like literally a small segment of the entire movie. <laughs> Golden Time was not about the the love story between the two characters. It was yeah, about very, and that's his... that's in the range of like young adult too. So yeah. it's not even, but it did it it was very adult for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that was dealing with. Um, and that's probably the only, the closest example I can give that had a substantial amount of it was romance. Right. Um, outside of that, I, I, and it sucks because I know somebody's going to probably point out something that has like some great romance in it, but it's hard to really, really think of any just because most romances, they're kind of stuck in teens and they're stuck with young kids and middle school and high school where, you know, they're not stuck in jobs and they're able to kind of, you know, mess around with each other. Like they don't really, when they get older. Because adult life sucks. Yeah, most of mine, <laughs> most of mine are mangas. So, and they're yeah. and they tend to be in the more adult ah, side. <laughs> Spice and Wolf can never get a better love story than that. Yeah, but it, it's never completed, <laughs> so you have to get the light novel. Uh, I mean, just even what little I've read is just fantastic. It's just probably the best adult romancing, but it does have a lot of fantastical and fantasy stuff mixed in there as well so um even Mayu had some fun romance in there but again it wasn't the focus of it so it's it's hard it's hard to find adult love adult love stuff let's see here what would uh what would an adult romance have to do in order to reach these levels of completion it just it it has to be complete <laughs> that's all I'm asking for is a complete story um, just being genuine, being a solid, li- a slice of life, having strong characters. Um, oh wow, we did have uh, oh, the rain one. What was it called? The one like a couple seasons ago. Uh, after um, the rain. Yeah, after the rain. That was technically adult. One was an adult, but it was again that one that sidestepped that romance real quick, and that was kind of surprising. So. And see, and, and that that I think is more the thing that it, I think is really hard for them to do because doing the completion of the story tends to make the story done, and, and then Lord make money off it exactly. <laughs> and and that's that's one of those things. It's like okay, so you have to shift the way that you look at the the romance instead of instead of actually seeing a progression in the relationship. Change change that from. Um, progression of the relationship to exploring the two characters armitage three best romance <laughs> they had romance in it it did i did i mean even skip beat was dabbling in romance and i never got a conclusion there <laughs> and, and and that's the thing it, and and even even skip skip beat is one of my my more favorites as far as a romance mostly because of but it's when you get into the manga you can start seeing what they're really going for in that in that relationship that's the that's the problem is shifting your your direction and the ones that I, even I would I would point at those ones are more along the lines of um, 
getting past that initial will they, won't they, and then actually getting into the relationship and then actually exploring the two characters. And, and that's where I think the real true um, meat of a romance is. If you're going to have a romance, you want to have these two characters actually explore, find out who the who their partner is, is can they push their partner how far can they push their partner what things does their partner what boundaries does your partner have those kinds of things are what makes the meat of a romance story yeah, and that was, that was like that uh Solonen. it's like that was an adult romance it was them it wasn't like trying to be romantic it was just it was more slice of life and here's their just daily struggles why can't we have a story that does follow they're fresh out of school or college or whatever. They're getting a home together and they're married and they have one of them gets pregnant and they deal with the pregnancy and everything like that. Why can't we have a story that follows that? Is that too much of a gap? Um, I mean, it's, it sucks because it's, it's any example that I have as adult. It's never, it's never the focus of, and I think it's mainly because they just don't feel that it's going to be, I guess they feel that the romance would be not very realistic. Because if you focus on the romance of an adult story, it's not going to be feel really realistic because they don't feel that being romantic constantly is very true. They they it would be more of a slice of life or a drama than anything. So I don't know. They just needs to have a somebody's life, I guess, is the thing. And they just they, they, it seems like their life stop at high school. <laughs> uh, or just do do Solonen. That'd be great. Yeah, there you go. There's your answer. Fragoff also says, going into E3 mode here are with the podcast you guys plan and did, uh, can we still hope one day for a motherland uh, for the motherland of gaming, cross-platform gaming? Uh, isn't it uh, what almost all gamers wish for? Not really. I don't. I've never really wished for a all-in-one console thing because I like competition. That's just me. I hate monopolies, and not that that creates a monopoly. It's just more of a thing of it. It removes the desire for any other platform and when you have that they don't really have a desire to compete they don't have to that's like the the draw that was for playstation is that they have these great exclusives and then xbox is now doing that which they weren't doing for the longest time and now it's going to start garnering interest back in xbox Um, i think there is there's there's something to be said about a console in its own unique flavor but yeah i do agree that it sucks for people that can only have one console that yeah, if they have an Xbox, they can't play Last of Us or something like that. So, I don't know. I, I agree in the idea that I hate it because it sucks because people are blocked out of certain games. But at the same time, I like that competition. The competition makes – it pushes people. I don't think we would have Last of Us the quality it is if there wasn't that desire for them to make a a game that would draw people into the PlayStation platform. Uh, what Naughty Dog did with the cell processors in the PS3 was as, as a result of them trying to – create something exclusive for their console that would draw people in and i don't think you'd see that ingenuity otherwise because when you make them cross-platform they have to build these games for to work on everything and that limits it so i um i personally i would love to i don't think it'll ever happen um there's too many variables involved but i don't i don't know i i don't necessarily think that it's viable the feasible or even possible i i i outside of homebrew or some stupid crap like that 
Uh, next question Fragoff has is, so we started to see some weird mixes of anime genres lately, like Magical Girl, Raising Project, Magical Girl with Horror, or Keijo, um, Sports, and Erm Echi. Some being better shows than others, what kind of unexpected mix would you like to see happen, if any, or is there any? has there been any done? Which mix do you prefer? Or which have already been done, and which do you prefer? Psychological thriller sports. <laughs> I like that one. I got a sports one as well. I put a Sekai sports in another world with my football. No. And then you teach them how to play football. That's well, no. technically that happened with, no. with Outbreak Company. He went over there and taught them sports. That was a really cool episode, by the way, because that really got real. That was probably the most um actually hitting on a very tough subject that they did with that episode. That was pretty cool. Uh Outbreak Company. Really cool um show. No, no. Um I was gonna say romance horror also, and then I thought of Happy Sugar Life. <laughs> Uh, many, uh, like, uh, Unigasai from, um, Future Diaries, I guess that's, that's another romance horror as well. <laughs> so there's plenty of those ones. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think we're on board with the idea of no, sports. No, if, if, if we do, if we do, if we do, uh, it, I, I almost want to do Android sports just so that I can get my, finally get my, uh, cyber baseball 2000 show that's that's the thing is like i i think any combination of any genre there's going to be an anime that's what it was called it was called base wars yeah the 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 cyborg baseball yeah where they were beating the crap out of each other (laughs) um it's funny because you go back and watch that it's not that beat the crap out it's just like really basic stuff (laughs) it's like in my mind it looks so much cooler um but i think anime uh, japan uh japan with both anime manga and light novels it's funny because you can you can put any genres together and you will probably find something for it because they just they're all over the place that's what we like about them it's like you can probably you will find a uh, cute girls doing cute things horror i don't know uh, higurashi when they cry Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i mean there's there's uh well technically magical girl raising project was cute girls doing cute things and then horror uh there's just uh it's made in the abyss. Cute girls doing cute thing horror. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a genre for everything: sports, action, romance, psychological. They they've done it all because they're just they're constantly they have such a easy to get to medium to create content, and people just eat it up and they adapt it in so many ways that you're gonna find well, girls it and Panzer tanks and sports military gr- and cute moe. girls i mean yeah moe military yeah uh we got moe mecca's last season so there you go so hope that answered your question in some way shape or form <laughs> uh let's see here plier 1471 i hope i'm saying that right um chimed in and said so just join the site but have been listening to the show weekly for a while let me preface this by question. Uh, preface this question about piracy by saying I know it's bad for the industry, and I hope that doesn't come off as, as trolling or argumentative. Uh, but I would like to know your opinions on a specific scenario. So, say you are a subscriber to Netflix, and you have been a subscriber f- uh, before the show began airing, stayed a subscriber during the show's entire run, and continue to stay the subscriber after the show finished. Say Violet Evergarden is a specific example. 
why not watch the show weekly on a pirate site considering that you're currently supporting the place in which the show will eventually be? Does the issue lie in the fact that you support the pirate site itself that keeps you guys from doing this? It's just been uh, a bit unfortunate when I'm listening to you, your impressions on a show um, or something and Violet Evergarden or Seven Deadly Sins isn't a part of it. If the answer is just simply piracy is bad, don't do it. I accept. Um, I just interested in more elaborate answer. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the kind words. No, I don't. I don't. I don't find your comment offensive. We don't. We're not your dads and your mom. So if you want to watch this stuff, I mean, we're not going to stop you. You can do whatever you want. Um, our personal stance is, yeah, we we technically want to support these shows. To answer your specific question, no, that does not in my mind, support the show. It just supports Netflix. Uh, the only way for that show to get credit for you doing that is that you have to stream the actual show. Otherwise, the show gets nothing for it. Um, basically, Netflix will buy these shows, but there's also um, a lot of these licenses will have included within it um, added bonuses to however much time they be, they get streamed. So they'll, they could get royalties based on how many people streamed all the episodes. Maybe they want they give a bonus for if the entire thing is shown, or maybe they require to pay more if the entire show is actually streamed. So, if you're subscribing the entire time and you're watching it somewhere else, all you're doing is giving Netflix money. The show didn't get nothing for that. It actually benefits them in no way. It actually shows that they didn't get streamed, and then nobody cared about it because everybody watched it on JoeAnime.com, not a real site, by the way. Don't go to that; it might be something bad. <laughs> Uh, but no, my, my actual stance is that, you know, yeah, we can't stop you from doing what you're doing. We like to support this stuff. Um, we like to support it when it's actually available so that we can give it its full credit and due. And it also is more difficult to have to go to some random site to watch this stuff. I just, re- it's it's also a convenience thing anymore. It's it's almost inconvenient to go to pirate sites. Um, I like to just turn on a Apple TV and watch this stuff. Um, unfortunately, that can't happen for certain things on iDi right now. It is frustrating. I I completely agree with you. I I especially like Violet Evergarden. That one was painful to wait. Which, by the way, that was one that we actually managed to get in with our reviews for that season. It was just on the last one, but we pulled it off. Just not Seven Deadly Sins or you know the Dragon Pilot Pilot Dragon thing. It it, it is frustrating because you and and this is one of those things that you kind of wish that Netflix was listening to us right now and they they could understand that we the the fandom it, it the fandom the their target audience for these per- particular shows is absolutely rabid about these shows when they are airing and we want to watch them right then and there this waiting a season we don't care about the dub that much um give these us shows the subtitles get, these shows get yeah. lost when they're not watched exactly when it's, when it's airing and and Could this is hitting, got completely lost when it when it popped up on that nobody watched it it, and, and it's and it's hurting their bottom line, and and I don't I don't understand why they they're not seeing that. And the one of the things for you to take into consideration, and, and I don't think Andrew he he mentioned I, I think he hit on it, but he didn't quite specifically say it. the people who are specifically dumping money into this show is Netflix. So if you do not show them that they are getting a turnover for that. They're not going to yeah. dump money into this exactly. specifically. Not not even the royalty side. The royalty side is there, um, and that's a that's a every time somebody watches it, they get a little bit more money. And that's more for the shows that they don't personally produce. But there's a lot of titles that they're personally producing, like Be the Beginning and and uh, Devil Man, Cry Baby, stuff like that. 
And if yep. they don't show that it's getting views, then there's no point. They're, they'll stop doing it. And as much as I hate their model, they are actually technically producing some really cool shows. I enjoyed a lot of the shows that they offered last year, like um, AICO and Be the Beginning. And um, I even enjoyed some bits of, of Devil May Cry Baby. It's just, it, it, has to, it sucks to have it on that side you know, off the side and it gets lost in the season, but you kind of have to do that in order to support it fully. And again, that's just our prerogative. It's not, it's not to say that people have to do that. It's just what we choose to do. Um, it does suck that it's not available to you to hear our opinions on it. I do. I I hate that aspect, but, um, it's just something that we've chosen to do. So we're, it just has to be, Hopefully, in the future, they'll they'll change those policies, and we'll we'll see something. Um, it wouldn't be fair. It, it it also wouldn't be fair for us to say you guys shouldn't go and watch these things on pirate sites, and then us go and turn around and do it. It would be hypocritical for us. Yeah, hope that that answers your question, and um, thanks for giving us a listen, and hope you uh, that answer sufficed. And like I said, don't don't. I appreciate the question, and thank you for putting yourself out there and uh, asking it. So, Seth Amaha says i don't think or i don't know if this question has been asked already i'm still in the process of listening to all the podcast episodes but in any case my question is if you if you are or if you are or have kept up with the any long running shows like naruto or uh, now Boruto and, and gintama also did you try and catch up on the long running shows that have already had hundreds of episodes and if so how painful was it I personally uh, marathon Gintama back uh, when it already had 120 episodes, and despite how hilarious it was, by the time I finally caught up to the most recent episodes several years ago, I think I ended up having uh, ended up with an aneurysm <laughs> from watching the same show for several days nonstop. I love the show, by the way. Um, yeah, I uh, t- we tried to get caught up on Fairy Tale. We're doing a fairy ca- cast thing, if you probably noticed for a while there, but it kind of got put to the wayside when we got, like, crap tons of Gundam that we had to watch. Um, so, we're still wanting to go back to that eventually. Um, I, no, I, I had realized... It's, just, it's not... It's not... Gintama, I want to get caught up on so bad. Um, but yeah, we've we've talked to death on the idea that it's just... It's a time... Uh, it's a time thing, and there's only so many things we try to put our resources to. Uh, a lot of our resources try to go to keeping up with the current season because it's just what people are talking about and they want to hear our opinion on them as they're watching it now. A lot of people don't go back and watch those older shows. Um, and there's a side of us that wants to kind of push some shows that we've been wanting to keep caught up on a long time ago. And it's just those long-running shows are intimidating. Definitely intimidating. I, I realized uh, when I was answering this question that that was our third our third category. The there one one was you pick one and then I pick one and then the the double was was the catch up on like the fairy tale and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I I pretty much had pointed out the same thing as um, we we kept up on you know shows like Naruto or Bleach or, and Fairy Tale, but those those were uh, I'm sorry, not fairy tale, but uh, what did I put? Bleach, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, stuff like that, and and then fairy tale, which, like I said, like like Andrew pointed out, you you're probably getting ready to catch up to the point where you're going to bump into those those episodes. They're they're floating around in there somewhere, and um, that that was kind of the point is that we were going to try and get back to doing that, but we haven't. We just 
time is absolutely killing us, especially with things going on in our our personal family life. So, yeah, yeah I got we got we got pretty close to getting caught up on Super and then <laughs> fell away from that and got lost behind again. Um, but I wasn't really liking where Super was going anyway, so um, I don't know that I'll ever get back to that one. Uh, Fairy Tale it has its great moments and it's kind of usual shonen moments, so I'm kind of mixed on that one. Um, Naruto I dropped away from that one quite a while back. Um, I ended up catching I don't know up what through the manga, particularly so. <laughs> what arc it would be considered. So I can't really give you ex- exact point in which it was. It was this big old meeting with all the different villages coming together for this big war or something like that, and that's about when I kind of drifted away from it. Yeah, just about where I did with the final arc was about to hit. <laughs> and I skimmed through a bunch of the manga trying to see if I can complete it on the manga side, and then I gave up on that as well. So want to just just time. It's usually the the killer. Quest Ram says, hey, Andrew and Chris, my question for you this week, what's your take on anime prequel series? Um, that is full seasons of shows that take place before the original series, despite being released later. In my experience, the issue I find myself running into is with prequels is an aspect of predetermination as the viewer. You already know what the story is going to pan out. Whatever events or characters develop occur, you know that X years down the road, things are still going to turn out the same way. Um, It's a similar feeling to stumbling across a spoiler without intending to. For me, the uncertainty aspect of a show, even a simple slice-of-life romance, is often one with the biggest draws. Uh, What prequel series, though, um, that there's always a feeling of what's the point niggling in the back of my mind, uh, what's... Uh, this isn't to say I dislike all prequels. I just find it difficult to fully appreciate them the same way I would as if I had a story play out in a chronological order. How about you two, though? What is your general feelings of towards prequel series and anime? Um, I'm fine with them. I usually appreciate them more when they kind of mess with different characters that are within the same world that have some sort of um, connection to the current timeline. Um, like Fate Zero was a fantastic prequel. It gave you kind of a the whole backstory of what, how we got to the guy that who basically raised Emiya. Um, Yuki as a hero technically follows different characters, so to speak. And even though we kind of already knew what happens to them all, it still beat the crap out of me with the Sumi uh, Washio Shumi chapter. Um, Hanasaki Roha technically had a movie prequel story, but that was more slice of life to see more about the mom, and I enjoyed that. Uh, Kizumonogatari, we technically knew <laughs> what technically happened with that story and where it went, but it still was a very, it was, uh, I think with, with Monogatari in general, it's just a lot of bouncing around, and even though you kind of know the outcome based on what the characters look like and who's alive, it's still really fascinating to see how they got to that point. I, I it really depends on the writer. The writers, if the writer has a compelling story to tell, that isn't reliant on the outcome. It that's the big thing. If you yeah, if you know the outcome is there and that's the focus of it the entire time, yeah, it's gonna be a stupid prequel story. But if there's a story to tell there that doesn't necessarily involve the uh, the end result, it's, it's it's sometimes really really fascinating. It sucks that I can't think of any other. That I know there's another one that I'm trying to think of that I cannot place. That is a story that is a result of a previous story. It drives me nuts. I can't think of what it is, but um, yeah, I enjoyed all those ones, and those were all technically prequel series and a movie, um, a movie trilogy too. So, 
What's your thoughts? I actually, I, I mixed on them. I, I really, really like them in one, one hand, mostly because what they are in, in effect is kind of backstory. And if they're done right, I think they're absolutely phenomenally done. Um, but I agree with you. Some in, in a lot of cases, they're just filling in the backstory. And so they tend to be just, we already know where it's all going to go. So you really have to pull it off. I, I personally, I, I would give a lot of leeway with them because especially if you, if you have a certain level of being invested in the characters, when those characters, when you get that backstory in in a prequel, it's hopefully you want a story that you're just going to be going along to find out what's the rest of this character's story, so that you understand more about that character. You want to explore more of that character, and if maybe that's the way you need to go into those is 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 with the understanding that you're going to be getting getting to know a character that you already care about more. That's how I looked at the Washio Sumio chapter, at any rate. Yeah, no. See that? So, yeah, that's, uh, hope that answers your question. I I wish I could think of, like I said, there's another one that's nagging me that I know is going to probably be one of those ones that somebody goes, you forgot about this one. I'm going to go, no. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're usually enjoyable. Like I said, if they can, if they can create a compelling story that's outside of that bounds, I think it's definitely worth it. So, I think that's, I think that's it. You want to call a wrap? Let's do it. Yep, yep. Still have uh, probably about four or five other questions. So definitely, if you guys have more questions, definitely leave us a post on the site or send us a comment on the contact us button or hit us up on social media. And we'll definitely see if we can get them in in our next discussional podcast episode. Thanks, everybody, for answering the call of getting these questions out here. I definitely appreciate every single one of them. We'll get around to all of them eventually. So don't think that we're skipping your question. Um, thank you for taking the time to go there and post that. I know it's just taking time out of your day to do it. So we definitely appreciate it to create content for you guys. So hope you all enjoy our, our responses. Hope you guys enjoy the rundown of the news. And um, is there anything else? Next week we're looking at uh, music, I'm, I'm assuming. Or are we waiting another week for that? Um, I think my only hang-up really is probably Attack on Titan. I guess the question is if Attack on it's Titan gonna is going to be a... No, no, it doesn't have to be militaristic in general. It's done it every year since it started. What is Attack on Titan Season 3? What is? When are they actually going to post the first episode? July 8th? It should be out already. Where the hell is the episodes? I bet Netflix you this is the fun. Net, no, I bet you it's Funimation. I bet you Funimation's holding it. Sure. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna annoy me if Funimation is holding that. Are we are we gonna end this episode cursing Netflix or uh, Funimation's name? I keep wanting to say Netflix. It's like my mind immediately thinks holding the show gotta be Netflix. So it's immediately start saying that. Uh, let's see view shows. We've got Attack on Titan up at the front. That's so a good thinking. sign. They held Tokyo Ghoul, so I don't, I don't doubt it. They're, they're, they're hitting that Attack on Titan really hard. I see it all over the place. The premiere is July twenty second, so they're gonna hold it until July twenty second. The Are they heck? holding it for Toonami? Oh, that's gonna make me even matter. World premiere. They're doing a theater premiere of it. Really? <laughs> 
They're saying that's debuted in Japan on July 22nd, so... Hopefully this weekend. So yeah, I I hope... Uh, hopefully Crunchyroll will post the episode when it releases on the July 22nd. And then if that's the case, then yeah... Well, yeah, I, I guess even if it doesn't release by that time, because you know they're going to have the first episode, probably won't even have an opening. Do they usually do the openings on the first episodes? I think they do. Depends on how big they're opening. Because they're, they're be. so cool and epic, so they, why why not do it in the first episodes? Yeah, either, I think either way we'll probably we'll probably do that, and then probably follow that up with a discussional, and then follow that up with our first if, impressions. If, if we have a if we have a fight with uh, with little boy and and daddy, uh, it, it's probably not going to have an opening. Captain Levi and his daddy. Oh, his daddy. His. Daddy. Okay, okay. So I was like, wait, we talk about blood here. <laughs> that, that's why I didn't want to say say specifically because Daddy. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to spoil anything. All right, we thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Oos. Bye.